This is Donna Jones, and you're listening to That's Just What I Needed. Hey, friend, if you've ever been in a conversation where you've walked away thinking, wow, that was just what I needed, you know how life-giving that can be. Well, that's what this podcast is all about. We're women who want to know, love, and follow God in our real lives, but sometimes wonder just how to do it. So each week, we'll talk about what following God looks like in the midst of daily demands and crazy cultural chaos, because this isn't just what we need. It's actually exactly what we need. Well, today we're going to get practical because we are going to talk about how to handle difficult, messy emotions, not our own difficult emotions, but the emotions of those around us. (laughs) This is not exactly a picnic in the park, and yet It's something that every single one of us have to deal with. So the question on the table today is how do you handle another person's frustration, disappointment, or anger? Because it's not always easy. A few years ago, our normally upbeat daughter found herself dealing with some circumstances that left her frustrated and disappointed. And she's a verbal processor to the core. So she shared her feelings with one of her really good friends, thinking that this would alleviate some of her frustration. Well, it turned out to be a big mistake. Apparently, the conversation didn't go so well. It didn't go as planned because she had expected empathy. Instead, she got the words, welcome to real life. (laughs) Not exactly the sympathetic, empathetic response she was hoping for. So the next day she was telling me about the conversation and she said, I wish you'd been here yesterday, mom. Talking to you always makes me feel better. You listen. Now, let me tell you, when she said that, I thought, wow, this is a really good mom moment. But I was also keenly aware that this has not always been the case. I wasn't always a good listener. Years ago, I didn't really understand how to handle difficult negative emotions. I'd want to fix them. So I'd say things like, well, you need to, or I'd want to redirect them. Look at the bright side. I'd want to minimize them. It's not that bad. You don't really feel that way. I'd want to shame them. Jesus wouldn't want us to have that attitude. I'd want to stop them. Oh, for heaven's sakes, get over it. I'd want to ignore them. You know what? I need to fill in the blank right now. I'd want to excuse them. She's in the terrible twos. You know how teenagers are. I'd want to advise them. You know, you really should. And while most of these strategies have their place, leading with any of these eventually results in more frustration rather than less. Over the years, I've learned to lead by listening. Because if we don't know how to listen, we won't know how to lead. Listening is the key to handling difficult emotions with your child, with your spouse, with your coworker, with your sister-in-law, with your mother-in-law, with anyone. Here's why. When a person expresses emotion, but doesn't feel like they've been understood, they respond in one of two ways. Number one, they escalate the conversation. Or number two, they end the conversation. Escalate or end. It works like this. Your child or husband or coworker is angry, disappointed, or frustrated. Now, what we'd like to have happen is that we receive a gentle tap on the shoulder followed by something like, excuse me, I'd like to express my deepest emotions. I'm feeling particularly grumpy right now because I've had a horrible day. 
but let's be real. That's not what happens, right? Instead, negative feelings manifest themselves in behaviors, attitudes, or words. So if we try to stop them before finding out what's driving them, which is our natural inclination, because really, who wants to deal with anybody's negative emotions? Then the other person ramps it up and we end up in a giant power struggle. And their crazy becomes our crazy. Things get ugly. Think about a time that maybe you've expressed frustration to your husband or to a coworker. And rather than simply listening to understand you, they tried to fix you. It doesn't go over so well, does it? People escalate because they're screaming to be understood. So if we try to correct them before they feel understood, they ramp it up. It's almost as if subconsciously they're thinking, she's just not getting it. So I guess I better take it to another level. I guess I better raise my voice. I, I guess I better become more dramatic. I guess I better add more details and then maybe she'll understand. And if we try to shut them off by correcting them or fixing them or dismissing them, they ramp it up again. It's almost subconscious. In a way, it's like, well, she still didn't get it. So maybe I'll just make it even more intense and maybe she'll finally understand. And they keep escalating and keep escalating and keep escalating and keep escalating until finally they realize they've reached a point of no return. And at that point, they'll say something like, you just don't get it. Or worse yet, they'll just clam up, and which is code for this conversation is over and nothing, and I mean nothing, will get me to open up about the situation now. Does that sound familiar? Escalate or end. It doesn't sound very hopeful, does it? So what do we do? How do we handle difficult negative emotions when honestly, we'd really like them to disappear? Thank you very much. Well, first, let me be clear. We can't allow other people's negative emotions to run completely rampant, taking the whole family or the whole office or the whole community down with them. In fact, in the name of allowing a child to quote unquote express themselves, I've seen parents allow their kids to talk so disrespectfully, I almost couldn't believe it was real. So I'm not talking about disrespectful behavior. I am, however, talking about helping people handle difficult negative emotions in a positive way. So that being said, generally we start by addressing the internal issues, what's going on in the heart before we address the external issue, the resulting behavior. And we do this by listening. Now, I know, I know it's easier said than done. For one thing, we can't listen if our child or our spouse or our coworker won't talk. And I mean, really talk, not vent, not complain, not whine, not scowl, not sulk, talk. So how do we get people to actually talk? Well, I found that there are two simple words that can get people to open up in a very non-threatening way. When your child or spouse or friend expresses frustration, anger, or another negative emotion, either verbally or non-verbally, try saying these two words, what's up? In my experience, people don't always want to tell you what sparked the emotion. Sometimes they don't even know, but they will answer the more generic WhatsApp. Verbal processors will jump at the chance to answer this question. Internal processors will hesitate until they're ready. We need to respect both. And then when they do talk, just listen. 
Don't try to fix the emotion before they've expressed the emotion. I'm going to say that one more time. Don't try to fix an emotion before they've expressed an emotion. If we try to fix it before they feel we've understood it, they will escalate or they will end. Now, I know what some of you are thinking, but I need to correct my child's behavior. I need to tell my husband my perspective. I need for my coworker to know my wisdom, my perspective, my advice. I need to tell them what God expects. To that, I say, yes, you do. But listen first, because if you listen to them, then the likelihood that they'll listen to you is greatly increased. And isn't that the point? So lead by listening. It won't stop the negative emotions, but it will help you handle them wisely. Because listening helps you understand the real issues, not just the presenting ones. Listening helps you open the door to pour truth and perspective and wisdom into another person in a way that they can and will receive. Listening helps you make your people feel loved, valued, and understood. Listening helps relationships. By the way, I overheard that same child that had that little situation where her friend said, welcome to real life. I overheard her tell her grandmother, well, my situation is just part of real life. (laughs) I guess they're listening more than we think. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's broadcast. It was short but sweet, but I have found in my personal experience that this one tool in my toolbox, leading with listening, has helped me handle difficult, negative, messy emotions with people in my world way more than any other tool I've ever learned. And you know, it's actually biblical. James 1.20 says, but everyone must be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. This is wisdom straight from God's word. If you like this episode, why don't you share it with a friend? And if you like this broadcast, why don't you take a minute and rate the podcast and even better, leave a review. I can't wait to see you next time for That's Just What I Needed.